Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I know you and I know certain things get under your skin. And one of the things lately that has been eating at you is the hype of these quarterbacks whether it be Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, and how everybody's just talking about them at the next level, and each week is a referendum on their entire careers and where they're going to end up in the NFL, and it just gets to the point where it's just hot air that is consuming everything, and the evaluation process is just like a joke at this point when you go from one week, he's going to be the number one pick and one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen to the next week. No, he's not ready. I don't think he's ever going to be able to do this to the next right. week. Oh, he's going to be a great quarterback. It's just too much. Oh, I understand it's part of the business, and you have to try to pay it forward. But can we just stay in the moment and enjoy these guys right now? And, and, and yes, Sam Darnold had struggled. He threw nine interceptions last year. He's right at seven this year. He was without without three offensive linemen last week. They're in the Palouse, uh, on the Palouse versus uh, Washington State in that loss, and it looked that that way. He was running for his, his dear life numerous times, and and still made some dynamite throws in that ball game. Uh, it, but I, it's just amazing to me, you know, from just regular old fat cats on the street to you know broadcasters, whatever. What do you think about Darnold coming to just? I think nothing about it. I want to watch USC these next, you know, eight to seven ball games, seven to eight ball games, and and watch Josh Rosen and the rest of his ball games. We'll have plenty of time to evaluate and break down these quarterbacks once the season is over. I don't understand why everyone's in, in such a hurry to jump from October to you know end of April for the or May, whenever the NFL draft is. Can't you just chill out and enjoy college football season, enjoy your pro team, and? And, and, and let it play out? Well, I'll tell you why. Now, I don't agree with the reasons why, but I'll tell you why. Is that there are teams right now that don't believe that they have a lot of hope in this season. And it's all about the future. And when we But the future's not here, G. Okay, I can understand that. But how, how can you worry about the future when all you have is today? Because they want to have hope. And they want to feel something positive, And they want to think that this next guy is going to be the franchise quarterback that they haven't had. And we've heard about these guys more than the last couple quarterback classes. I mean, even last year, and it looks like Sean Watson with the start of his career is going to be here to stay. But even last year, you didn't hear about quarterbacks like you heard about these guys. And I think that fans, and the reason why I, I don't agree with the take of these fans is, like, think about the Jets, for example. I mean, right now, the Jets are two games better than the Giants. The Giants project to have a better draft choice than the New York Jets. Right. They've got, they're have got they projected to be right there the number one overall pick right now with the way that they've played. So we've heard about the Jet fans wanting Darnold so much. What if he ends up with the Giants? Right. You just don't know. Exactly. And you don't know if he's going to get hurt. You don't know if he's going to want to come back. You don't know if he's going to completely fall apart. That's why it's an exercise of futility. However... I do understand, though disagree, with the thought process of 
please send me a life raft here. Oh, okay. Why speculate if you don't know? He may not even. He may opt to stay in school. Right. And, and he probably who, should. And who's to say that there someone else may emerge? No one had Carson Wentz on the radar a couple years ago when he was there in North Dakota. No one was talking about him. He turns out to get drafted higher than any quarterbacks in that class. So uh, just chill out and let the season play out. And then once it's time for you to start evaluating what your team need uh, needs and, and, and who's out there, who's available, where you stand in the draft, you have plenty of time to go ahead and exercise those thoughts. But right now, I, I just think, I, I don't understand why people can't just enjoy this for what it is, stay in the moment, enjoy the college football season, and then we'll sift through various players and your various team needs. Yeah, I think why you get it here is because the Jets have been talked about as a team that was going to do nothing this year for months and months and right. months, and it's not a college football town. Like New York City is not a college football town. Right. So that's why they're not enjoying the college football season much, and they're just trying to pluck that quarterback so out. So now you've got your hopes up high. This is going to be our guy. He he may opt to stay in school or someone else drafts him. Then what do you do? What do you turn to then when you've, be- you've built up all this anxiety, all this hope, and you've been wishing all season long, and now it comes to the point where your team is on the board and they cannot get the player that they wanted or that you wanted them to draft. What do you do then with all those emotions? You channel them in a different direction. Mm. <laughs> I guess would be my answer. I don't know if that was a rhetorical question or not, but no, I, that was that was that was not rhetorical. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you focus on something else, and you you, you know. Well, how about focus on something else right now? That's impossible for them. God well, the Jet, the Jet fan should. I mean, they they certainly should. I mean, if you're a Browns fan, then no. I mean, if you're a Chargers fan, then no. You're still going to be focusing on that stuff, especially if you're out there and in L.A. or San Diego, and two of those quarterbacks are, are right there that you're talking about so much in, in Darnold and Rosen. I mean, it's going to be very difficult. Phillip Rivers still has gas in the tank, no doubt. But if they go 2-14, and 14, they're going to be thinking about that. That's just what is the way that it is. So, I mean, I understand your frustration with it, but it's just not something no, that's going to change. It's, it's The frustration is everyone peppering me with questions about Who's going to be the better quarterback? Who's going to be the the first pick? Hell, I don't know. If I knew that, I'd be sitting in a casino somewhere, man, counting yeah. my riches. Right? Who knows? Because it's changed. It changes so much. It, it's such a fluid situation, it, as you just outlined. It, it's week to week, game to game. One week, this guy may have uh, played better than this guy, and, and and each team looks at this so differently. You know what we may cover? They look at with disdain <laughs> you know so it's all about the eye of the beholder beauty is in the eye of the beholder and at this point it's just too early to to engage in this process for the guys who have gotten opportunities that have been drafted high most of them have been working out at least in recent memory jared goff last year Looked of course great the other day didn't he but but yeah last year did not this year has been amazing uh, under sean mcveigh so you've got him got Carson Wentz, who's been pretty good from the get-go. Now you've got Deshaun Watson, who has performed at an unbelievably high level yeah. the last couple of weeks. And we'll see Mitch Trubisky in his first start on Monday Night Football. So there's going to be some pressure on him to perform, certainly, as well. So I mean, it's it's good to see that, though, because how many times have we seen these highly touted quarterbacks just flame out? You know, the... 
the Achilles Smiths, the Christian Ponders. The, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. So now that we've got a couple of young guys that are coming in and playing well right away in the last couple of draft classes with more guys to come. I mean, yeah. Pat Mahomes is not going to see the field right now because Alex Smith is playing like one of the top five quarterbacks in the game. But uh, he's in waiting. Trubisky's going to get his shot now. I mean, the fact that we've, and, and Goff and Wentz and the way that they've played is, I mean, it's it's, it's a good thing to see because I just, it, nothing sets a franchise back more than, and even Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, even though he had a terrible game against Cincinnati, he's at least shown something. But nothing sets a franchise back more than missing in the first round in the top 15 pick on a quarterback. I mean, you just, it basically you go in reverse for five That's years. That's the piece you need. You need that piece. You need the piece up front to protect him. And then from there, you can build the rest of your football team. But if you don't have that, it doesn't matter how many explosive players you have on the outside or in the backfield. Uh, if you can't find a quarterback who's going to take care of the rock, can't find an offensive line that's going to block for them, you're going to be in trouble. And we've seen that uh, with the, the Cleveland Browns forever now. And it was another team that was right behind them. Maybe it was Chicago they were showing last week that has had – Damn, there's many starting quarterbacks there for their franchise as Cleveland has. Yeah. So it's it's a hard – Minnesota, too. Yeah, Minnesota's been there. It's a hard position to figure out. And when you hit on one, like Cowboys last year with Dak Prescott with fourth, fifth round, uh, they drafted him. Man, you, you count your blessings because it's so difficult. So this Thursday night game is also another intriguing one. When you had last Thursday night, you had Green Bay and Chicago, which is just a great rivalry, and you get to watch Aaron Rodgers, and that's always fun. And then this week, you got New England and Tampa. Yeah. So, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I just, I don't know exactly what they are yet. I and I don't really know. don't have an identity. No, and 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 Dirk Cutter probably doesn't know what they are either right now. And this is a tough situation to host the Patriots in, but. I really do think that they have just as good of a shot of winning this game as as any other with the way the Patriots' defense has played. And we're talking about a short week and and that. But I, what I don't understand about Tampa is, all right, you got a, a Giants team that played a hell of a lot better in the second half of the the week prior against Philadelphia Eagles, who came in playing better on the road, and you warded them off even though you got up big. And the first week that we saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they shut out the Chicago Bears. Defense looked great. The offense was good enough. But they they lost and just got their asses kicked in Minnesota by Case Keenum mm-hmm. and the Minnesota Vikings, which I can't figure out at all. Um, so we'll mm-hmm. see. This this will be you know this will be a, a, a real test for both of these teams. I think we learn a lot about about both of them. On Thursday night. No, I, I would agree. I don't know what to think about the offense nor the defense. I know you get Doug Martin back, the the, the muscle hamster there at uh, for Tampa. And, and defensively, Levante David, their, their best linebacker, he didn't play a week ago. So I don't know if this defense can hold up against Tom Brady and, and his weapons. Uh, it, most defenses can't, and they're, they're posting large numbers. So they haven't really been affected on that side of the ball uh, with the loss of uh, Julian Edelman, like the defense has been affected with the departures over there. So uh, no identity, uh, and, and and now can your defense apply some pressure to Brady? Can they cover these guys, you know, from Hogan to Cooks and, and Gronkowski? Uh, I, I can see the Patriots. I, I see the Patriots going in there and, and winning this ballgame. If they don't win, it's going to have to be a shootout. Uh, if this defense for the Patriots don't get the things corrected, and I just see this as a communication issue. I, I don't think it's anything, anything has anything to do with talent. 
uh, deficiencies in that area. It's just communication, and these guys are trying to learn to play with each other, and they're learning a new scheme, and it's on the fly. And as much as we talk about these quarterbacks and, and how they see these bland defenses during the regular se- or the preseason, uh, the same for on the defensive side. Uh, you don't see all the different nuances and the wrinkles of, of these offenses until you get into the regular season. And now you got some new pieces out there on, on the defensive side for, for Patricia, Matt Patricia, the uh, defensive coordinator, and, and Belichick. And now they're trying to communicate on the fly, and you're having bust after bust. And that's something we don't ordinarily witness with Patriots defenses. Yeah, and we really saw that Patriots defense crumble the week before against Deshaun Watson and then backed it up against the Tennessee Titans. And if Deshaun Watson continues to play like this, I've got big questions about what the hell Bill O'Brien was thinking in the first week of the season, not starting him. If he continues to be this good, now I know when he came in that game he looked okay and then wasn't that great after that in the second half of that game. Mm -hmm. But if you're telling me that Deshaun Watson keeps this up in the way that he's playing, how do you miss that? I don't. It doesn't bother me that he didn't start him in the first game. You wanted to go with the guy you knew, and that's Tom Savage. I think in the back of his mind, he knew Deshaun Watson was the better better option. But let's start here. Let Savage do his thing. He didn't look great. Now I can thrust Deshaun Watson into the starting role, and I'm not going to take any heat for that. Now, if you thrust him in there and he doesn't play well in that first ball game, people are going, why are you playing a rookie? You got Savage. He's proven at least in one game a year ago, and he's he's got the, he has the uh, – the, the backing of your, your number one receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. And so why didn't you go with him? And and, and he would have caught holy hell for that. So I, I like the way he, he, he's he been able to uh, direct uh, the attention away from Deshaun Watson, let him go out there and, and start uh, after Savage falters. And the bigger question is, what was Savage's agent talking about when he went after Deshaun Watson? Haven't heard Watson? from him in a couple no, of weeks. No, nothing. Did he have anything to say last week? No, no, yeah, yeah, not no, Nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Quiet as a church mouse. Yeah, right. I think uh, Bill O'Brien made the right decision. So no Ninkovich out huh, there, Mike. Ninkovich turns into nincompoop. Yeah, nincompoop. Uh, he may be on the phone with the Patriots because my first question was, was going to be, uh, have, the, have the Patriots reached out and, and uh, attempted to entice you to come back? If they haven't, they probably should. Yeah. I don't know what type of shape he kept himself in <laughs> in the offseason because that's a big factor, right. right? He said to us, you know, I, didn't, I don't have to worry about lifting all those weights anymore and there's a huge weight off of my, my shoulders and my brain because the game is so mentally taxing and probably even more so when you're playing for the Patriots. So all that stress uh, is gone as far as uh, playing in the National Football League. So I'm sure he's relaxed somewhat and, and, and not working out as, as in, in such a manner as he was to keep uh, his body in an optimal shape. You bummed out about this one, Mike? Yes. Really? Yeah, me too. Oh. That was a good spot. It's a good idea. You work hard for these and then uh, – Yeah. Yeah, Okay. There's still time in the show, so two more segments. He's supposed to call you? No, I, I've been texting with oh, him. Oh, you've been texting? You've yeah. been texting with him? Yeah. Well, not this morning. Oh. oh. But we did, what is today? Wednesday. We did Monday. We texted, all set. And then yesterday, just at night, little reminder. Didn't hear back, but, you know. Oh. Mm. That's not unusual. Well, maybe he's working out. Yeah. Phone off and he's pumping iron. Get back out there. Do you, the you, when you're working out, you have your phone on? <laughs> what? Excuse me? When you, when you worked out in the past? Because <laughs> that, that's a. That, of course, yeah. That I bothers do. me. Me. And, and you're working out, work out. You don't need your phone. Oh, but I would you use know, it unless to listen you to you got a kid, you know, and, and you got to be on call or something. But if you're working out, work out. I see people in the yoga studio with phone right there by the Why do you need your Well, phone? they have the phone. Sometimes they play the music on the phone. For no, you, sometimes you play the music right. 
But I'm yoga class. Oh, yoga. Yeah, yeah, you, don't, you don't need any music. No, in you it. don't. No, the instructor has the music. All right, we will come back maybe with Ninkovich, maybe not, but we've got more show for you, so don't go anywhere. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Travis Kelsey, man, with his so, touchdown dance. Oh, that was ugly. Oh, it was great. That was a good one. That set y'all back, man. What, white people? Yep. You're better than that. <laughs> Are we? That was not a credit to your race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I See, I, I thought differently. <laughs> I really did. Remember that horrible reality show he did? Travis Kelsey. I, I recall you telling me about it. I never watched it. Oh, no. Is that are they done? Is it over? Yeah, I think so. It's just a dating show. I saw a new show. I don't know how new it is. It was new to me. You guys know how I am. But hip hop squares. Like take off of Hollywood squares? Oh really? Hip hop squares. Word? Word, dog. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hip hop squares. I'm gonna have to check that out again. I was I was rushing to go to work. TV work, and so I didn't get to partake of a lot of it, but I'm going to have to check that out. What Black channel? Guy TV show reference. Yeah, yeah. What uh, channel uh, was that on? Uh, VH1, uh, I believe. BET? No, 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 no. They have, they have a lot of black people on VH1, man. Well, isn't that they? where all those love and hip-hop shows are? VH1, isn't it? Yeah, love and hip-hop's VH1, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, very progressive. Very, very, yeah. They 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 have diversity mm-hmm, on that channel, so... Uh, some of us black folk, you know, the ones that are not getting handouts, we have some money. So how about, spend it. this is kind of a coincidence. We were just talking about Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien's choice not to start him in, mm-hmm. in week one. Mm-hmm. And Ryan McCredden, who was the program director for our affiliate in Houston. Yeah. The guy who actually took us in the Sports Talk Radio draft. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. up, Ryan? Yeah, he, he, drafted, up, he drafted us. And he said that this was something that they found out on their station via an interview they did, but how Bill O'Brien wanted to start Deshaun Watson week two of the preseason, but the general manager talked him out of it. So it wasn't Bill O'Brien who was the guy who said uh, Tom Savage is the guy. It was rather Hmm. the general manager that said too early. Rick Smith, I believe, isn't this? That is his name, Rick Smith. And I wonder why he... Wanted to go that route. Hmm. Maybe he thought he wasn't ready. Hmm. Wasn't ready. Bill O'Brien, the quarterback guru that he is, he knew. He knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we had we hadn't even brought that up when that email came in. So he emailed you. He emailed Spitz, our boss. Uh-huh. Spitz emailed Mike. Mike emailed me, oh. and I just said it. So he was listening to the show, and he said, "Okay, let me let these guys in." No, he wasn't the- listening to the show. Oh. He just sent it out. It was just a coincidence. Oh. How about that? Why are you looking at me like that, bogus? I wasn't looking at you. I was reacting to you. But I wasn't looking at Why you. Why were you reacting that way? Because everyone else knew the story three explanations earlier than you did. <laughs> I'll get the bat, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please? So he was listening? Uh, one of my favorite things, too, is it's got to be really funny for the listeners. We're all start a segment, and then I'll ask a question, and then you'll be distracted by something. You go, say that again? <laughs> so, Whereas for so wait, wait. everybody else who's listening heard it, you were, but the you guy were, I'm asking the question. Did, did you, in your original statement, did you say email spits, and, and, and that, is that how you started it? I did say that it was just a random coincidence that he sent this oh, email. Oh, you did say yes. it was coincidence. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Excuse bad. me? Yeah. Pardon me. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Bogus, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> 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 I'm going to hurt you really bad. I, this is abuse, man. This is just, you guys are wrong, man. I mean, you, yeah. You're going to get it. At least we have our Yankees, Brian. Book <laughs> <laughs> them by God. I think I'll stab myself. Now. <laughs> oh, no, come on. Stick yourself. <laughs> All right, Bogus, what's yeah, happening? Bogus, you better yeah, make yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Here we go again. Uh, yeah. Greg, you and I did our job spooking Luis Severino into allowing two homers <laughs> and three runs in the first inning uh, of the AL wildcard game last night, but then Irvin Santana and the Twins let us down. So Mike's Yankees won 8 4 and will face Cleveland. In the ALDS starting tomorrow night, the New York rally began with D.D. Gregorius's three-run shot, bottom one. It included a two-run laser from Aaron Judge and a postseason record tying 13 strikeouts from four Yankee relievers. Joe Girardi got six outs from Chad Green, 10 from David Robertson, and seven from Tommy Canley. You know, I pushed some guys a little bit further than I would like tonight, but, you know, it's, it's win or go home, and... That's why I did it. The Twins have now lost a record-tying 13 straight playoff games. That goes way back to 2004. Heads up, though, says second baseman Brian Dozier. Are we satisfied? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, but I'm very proud of these guys and the way we battled this year and competed. It's unbelievable. You know that Didi's real first name is Marrickson? Marrickson Julius Gregorius. Mm. That would really throw John Sterling for a loop, huh? Because his home run call is yes and Didi. What yeah. do you? What the hell do you do with Merrickson? Merrickson Julius. Merrickson Julius. That is so cool. Schmulius. Mm. <laughs> what do you do? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Merrickson Schmack. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you? What do you do? I don't understand. Well, he say he does Gregorius is glorious. I yeah, think. Yeah, and he euphorious. Euph- that's what it is. Euphorious, yeah. not glorious. They're euphorious for Gregorius, I think. Marrickson. Action Maraction? How do you say it? <laughs> I think it's Marrickson. Marrickson? M- well, shoot. Hold on. It's right here. Marrickson, M-A-R-I-E-K-S-O-N. Mar- Julius. Marrickson Julius. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something with Julius more so? A2 Marrickson? <laughs> He would have a th- bottom line is he would have a tough time yes. with, that, with that. I don't even want to. I, I shouldn't even think where he would go with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of want stick with Didi, man. <laughs> stick with Didi. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NL wildcard game takes its turn tonight. Arizona hosting Colorado with a date with the Dodgers at stake. Nats ace Max Scherzer says he'll pitch in the NLDS with the Cubs. Just doesn't know which game yet. Scherzer tweaked his right hamstring in his final regular season start on Saturday. The Tennessee Titans reportedly signing the legendary Brandon Whedon with starting QB Marcus Mariota nursing a strained hamstring. Matt Castle would start Sunday in Miami if Mariota cannot. Carmelo Anthony played for the Thunder for the first time last night, and it doesn't sound like he missed the Knicks all that much. Being happy out there on the court again, being excited, being motivated uh, to be out there on the court again, um, like, is is back for me. Like, the, that feeling is back for me. Mello's yeah, mm-hmm. it's back for him. Vindicated. Yeah. Mello scored 19 alive. points in a 104-97 loss to the Rockets in Tulsa. And Marcus and Markeith Morris have been acquitted of charges. They helped beat up a former acquaintance outside a high school game <laughs> in Phoenix back in you January. Like former acquaintance, though? <laughs> yeah, been told to beat up. They yeah, beat up yes. acquaintance, and then. But I feel like that's a, an acquaintance. Can, can an acquaintance be someone you don't like, though, too? I think so. Because you can be a former friend. Like, we're not yeah, friends anymore, but right? an acquaintance, I don't know. Yeah. Like that's a, we're, we've been acquainted. 
together. I guess. Well, yeah, it's an interesting one. But anyway, good for the Morris twins. Yeah, good for them. That they were acquitted from this. Yeah. Uh, bad for <laughs> Bogish, though, because yeah. this morning we're getting ready for the show. What's and... that, Mom? I'm coming. Hold on. <laughs> we're out there getting ready for the show, and I see Bogish grab this bowl of chili that's in the newsroom in some sort of makeshift crock pot that's been plugged in. And I'm like, what in the hell is he doing? He takes his bowl of chili into the studio where Amy Lawrence is doing her after-hours program and then has this whole, whatever you want to call it, a chummy acquaintance conversation with Amy Lawrence about her, acquainted. <laughs> about her chili. Let's listen to this. Hi, Andrew Bogish. Mm. Amy, good morning. Um, I made you some chili. You made me some chili. I put some chickpeas in it. It was a wild card. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. How do you like it with the chickpeas? I haven't had any just yet. Uh, uh, you you actually came in here without trying it after you, I want you refused to, to be enthusiastic. Oh, you're trying it right now? It's a live taste test. Wait a minute. There's no chili in there. There's like two spoonfuls. Uh, I'm not going to eat a whole bowl of chili at 5 in the morning. It's a tasting. Exactly. It's, it's chickpea chili Wednesday. Oh, okay. Oh. Can't wow. wait. <laughs> See what yeah. I mean? Wow. It is cold. Oh, my gosh. You're not evaluating my chili on two cold bites. That's not happening. It is good. No. Good spice. No, 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 no. Listen. Good spice. Uh-uh. The chickpea actually is better than oh I thought it was going to be. It's in a crock pot. Why don't you just turn it on? I didn't know how to do that. I thought I just had to eat it, not cook it as well. You didn't? <laughs> oh, my gosh. A you're line. a baby. I have to hold your hand through everything. Mm. No, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's it really cold. Is. No one eats cold chili. Good. I just didn't. It's good. Man, she wants you. No joke. It's Damn. called Stockholm Syndrome, guys. <laughs> uh, honey, uh, hey, baby, put your mom on the phone. Uh, honey, I'm never coming back. <laughs> Hi, Andrew Bogus. Oh, Ooh, wow. Hi, oh, my Bogus. goodness. I didn't hear that live. You want, some, <laughs> you want time around. You want some of my chili? Yeah, you were so full of it. Updates mm. down the hall. Lapping uh, up that chili. Hi, uh, Andrew Bogus. You just mm-hmm. set our relationship back, man. <laughs> I just want you to know that. What are you doing, man? Yes, you. What am I doing? I'm avoiding danger. <laughs> what? What do you what? mean by that? Do you know the hell I would have paid if I didn't try the chili? Really? She would have been that upset about it? I would have never heard the end of it. <sighs> That's ridiculous. It's chickpea chili Wednesday. So why, but why oh, give in okay. to that type of behavior? Because I made Tom DiBenedetto and Isaac Feldman, the the other captives, I made them laugh for those five minutes. <laughs> the other captives. Mm. <laughs> I was doing it for my... F- <laughs> My friends. Now, it's chickpea uh, chili Wednesday. Okay. Man, oh, okay. I, thank you. That's a no. They love the amuse bouche line. Was... <laughs> <laughs> chickpea chili Wednesday. Uh, no alliteration, at least. Mm. Oh, man. Bogus. Hi, Andrew Bogish. Hi, Andrew Bogish. Hi, Andrew Bogish. You know who's got a crush on Amy is Calhoun. Downstairs. Yeah. yeah, now that's the thing. The one <laughs> yeah, that, that, that needs to be pursued. Well, that's that's a real thing. So Calhoun, one mm. of the, the, the uh, all the way. So that guy who does picks for us on Fridays no of Coop and he Calhoun. He shared that with you? Uh, he shared it with Mikey B. He shared it with Ike Feldman, oh. who shared it with me. <laughs> who emailed now Spitz I'm share- and then from our Houston <laughs> affiliate. He was listening? Just randomly, by coincidence. Uh, excuse me. So... Hey. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so Calhoun, 
So I've heard him listen to Amy when I'm coming in to the to work, and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. You know, he's got to stream it because we're not on here, so it's easy for him to listen to WFN if he wants to listen to sports. He's listening to Amy. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. I guess it's kind of cool someone listen to the network in New York. Then I find out the reason he's doing it, big crush, Calhoun. It's all the way. All the, all he all wants the to, way. He'd like to go all the way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's make hey. this happen. Mm. <laughs> well, I, mm. she doesn't want to hear from me. Nor Brian. I'll so do it. I'll you, let her down easy. You have to do it. Cal should have made some chili for Calhoun. Yeah. <laughs> I Andrew Bogish. Yeah. <laughs> Did you give your <laughs> secret admirer Calhoun some of your chickpea chili? It's all the way. Oh, oh, oh thank you, Amy. <laughs> oh, I will. I will eat this chili all the way. Coop does not approve. Coop doesn't like it. No, it doesn't like it. So Coop, the other half of Coop and Calhoun, the security guards in the morning here. Why doesn't Coop, Coop like it? Coop, uh, he said a word I I can't say on the radio. But he said it was, this is, Wait, he doesn't like. Not, he doesn't. Not good. I, I'm lost again. He, he doesn't like the chickpea chili, or he doesn't like the fact that Calhoun is as the the Calhoun um, crush. So he doesn't like Amy, or he doesn't like his friend cheating on him with Amy. What's does, the problem? He, he doesn't like the crush. Interesting. And he, well, never mind. Those well, you, two. You, what did we stumble on down there? Uh, it's amazing. This morning I come in, Coop is just passed out in the chair, right? <laughs> so Calhoun is up from the desk, and Coop's got his head all the way to the side. He's snoring. So Calhoun sees me. He goes, good morning. And then Coop goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wakes up from the thing. <laughs> just totally Not started. you, fool. Go back yeah, to sleep. How about Coop blew us off? I wanted him to have uh, have him go on TV and do the picks on WFAN. Yeah. Leslie, and he wouldn't do it. He would <gasps> not do it. He did not want to be on television. What? He, even Boomer Sison himself said Coop come up. So, wow. What, you got? You feel like you got information on no, that? No, I feel like I could have persuaded him upstairs. Mm. I didn't want to do that to you, though, because you Yeah, because he didn't know us last week, so why would he want to come and inter- interact with us? He I didn't want to give you from, extra work yeah, because moved, that's not fair. He removed yeah. himself. I didn't want to boss somebody around, go and get him. But I, yeah. I went down there myself, and he was like, I don't know. I'll yeah. see. If I'm up there, I'm yeah. up there. And I'm like, okay. And then he didn't show up. Yeah. So whatever. It was fine. We had Brian instead, who was much more articulate. So, <laughs> even though Brian, I think, worked in a hopita in that segment as well. <laughs> a hopita. Boomba, a hopita. In translation, that means that's your way. Hopita. That's why he lives oh. for. I take the giant. I can't wait for Calhoun to ask Amy out. Would you like to go all the way to the coffee shop? It's all the way. And all we, the way. We have. We, we Once make you go a, black, you never go back. We make a sweet sex <laughs> together. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, can you blame a brother for trying? It's all the way. <laughs> you have. You ever go out with a fire marshal? <laughs> no. Put out your fire. <laughs> oh, Calhoun. Well, best of luck for him and all of that great stuff. Uh, no Ninkovich, huh? No Ninkovich. Damn. Mm, mm, mm. Gets worse for the Patriots. Oh, I've got a, uh, a fight that would have been great in the 1980s. That yes. might happen in 2017. Cool. We'll tell you about that next. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Out of all these people that we have asked for Man. repeatedly that seem impossible to get, which is the one that you would like 
to get on the show the most because we have asked for many people now and we said get this guy get that guy it'd be great if we had this person on the show is there one that you try harder for than the others that would be your crowning moment you reaching the summit of everest as a radio producer that person would be who designer it would be (laughs) sports wise adam silver I want him. That's not that big of a deal. He does radio shows yeah. all the time. What's up with that, yeah, Adam Silver? Right down the street. What the hell's wrong with you? I think he'd be interesting. Okay, well, why haven't we... He would be interesting? Why haven't we gotten him? He talks all the time, has press conferences. That's yeah. not interesting. That's not interesting? No. I mean, it'd be, it wouldn't be a bad guest, but... I don't know. Haven't we had Bet? Do we have Batman on? No, just Manfred, right? Manfred. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It'd be okay, but that would be your big fish. Sports-wise. You like the NBA too much. I like the NBA a lot. You like it too much. Dang. Talking about Karis LeVert in studio with the Nets and Adam Silver's your big fish. Russell Westbrook was another one. That would be better than Silver. Yeah, that would be better. Russell Westbrook. He would be <laughs> much better. Uh, time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Cool Mark 72 Cool Mark. Hey, man. What's up, dog? He says, can He's I... Lampin'. Yeah, you you lamp and cool mark. Mm-hmm. Can a successful non-scholarship athlete who has opted to pay for their own schooling make money while in college? Hmm. If they've opted to pay for their own schooling, I believe they can. Really? We'll have to check that. But I believe they can because you've had baseball players, guys that opted for baseball, they recruited to play football, they go and sign with a major league baseball team, don't make it to the big leagues, and then they come back – and accept scholarship, I think, though. I think the ones I'm I, I'm thinking of, like Quan Cosby at Texas, Ricky Williams at Texas. You got Hayden Hurst at, at, uh, who's with the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks currently. Hmm, that's a great question. Now, if they opt to pay for their own, they should be able to do whatever the hell they want, but under NCAA rules, they may be – uh, Probably not. You're telling maybe, me maybe maybe denied, even though they're paying for their own education. I I, I cannot can, truthfully answer that question. But what kid though is going to be? I mean, you have to get money from somewhere. You no, that's me. what I'm saying. That's why you've had these guys who made money in baseball, right? And and they didn't get to the big leagues, and now they come back and play college football. Quan Cosby did that. Uh, Ricky Williams was at a baseball college. Yeah, a even question. Russell Wilson, you yeah. know, he was making money. I think he was in the the, the Texas Rangers uh, system. And and this Hayden Hurst now with uh, South Carolina, uh, he, he played professional baseball. Of course, didn't make it to the big club, but still made a nice little chunk of change. And I don't know if he's on scholarship or not. But if you're if you're paying for your own schooling, you should not be uh, denied the ability to make money off your likeness. But I believe NCAA covers all that, whether it's a scholarship you've earned or your your foot in the bill. Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. In one of the weirdest fight challenges (laughs) I have heard of ever, George Foreman, who I haven't heard about him say anything in a long time, tweeted out, quote, Steven Seagal, I challenge you one-on-one. I use boxing. You can use whatever. Ten rounds in Vegas. Now, at the time that I saw this, it was retweeted 18,000 times. Liked 45,000 times. 
Would you pay pay-per-view to see George Foreman and Steven Seagal in a ring for 10 rounds? Would I pay? Yeah. Heck no, I wouldn't you would. pay. Would no. you watch? I'd watch. I'd want George Foreman to whip his butt. Would you? Yeah. I don't know anything about Steven Seagal. Outside well, of he just fan. came out last week and me. oh, NFL players are disgusting. Here's a cat that has been living over in Russia forever. He's a Russian citizen now, and he, he got nerve to opine on what's going on here. Shut up. Is that why George Foreman called him out, I you believe think? so. Yeah, yes. I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about Steven Seagal in 20 years. I'm with you. Yeah, he looks like a cartoon character now. Well, he does. That's what people are saying, that South Park used to make fun of Steven Seagal. And the drawing that they did of him is the exact look that he has now. And they did that years ago. Oh, he, that's that's from... He looks exactly wow. the same. Oh, yeah. So he bought into that character, huh? Look right here. See? Wow. Yeah. That is that is him spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I no, I, I wasn't aware what was going on uh, with him until he injected himself into this this uh, recent debate. What other washed up boxer, washed up ath- uh, washed up actor combination would we like to see in the mm. ring? Stallone, who's still in incredible shape, is versus yeah. uh, Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> Why? Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Let's do it. Stallone has to be in his 60s, right? Right. And Hopkins, 50-something. How about Mike Tyson and Mickey Rourke? Ooh. Okay. Cool with that. Tyson's going to beat everybody. Has Mickey Rourke done anything since The Wrestler? Which was a great movie. It was a great movie. It was perfect in that movie. Outstanding. You like that movie, Pete? That was very well done. Yeah. Marissa Tomei looking tremendous in her range, too. Very well done. Yes. I'm trying to think who else would fit the bill here. Hmm, washed-up boxer who can still move around. Uh, Evander Holyfield. And Kirk Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I was going to say his name. Uh, Evander Holyfield and, God, I can see his face. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nicholas Cage still doing stuff, though. Is he? I don't know how washed-up Nicholas Cage is. I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. I don't know uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> and. Good <laughs> laughing, man. Danny DeVito and. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a boxer his size. Yeah, there's not good size. Right. There's no gnomes out there boxing. I mean, uh, even the fly, the featherweights are probably bigger than DeVito. PD, not as wide. PDB said. Uh, Pacquiao, uh, Manny Pacquiao, but he's too. He's still no, boxing. No, he's still boxing. Still boxing. Pete, he heard an actor, man. What the hell's wrong with you? Hmm. Boom, boom, Mancini. <laughs> boom, ah, boom, Mancini. Jerry Stiller and Jerry Stiller and Jerry Stiller. Oh wow, Jerry Stiller's too old to get in there. Yeah, oh, man. man. Boom, boom's not that old, is he? I don't think he can no. be that old. Uh. Uh-uh. How about Lennox Lewis? You can get somebody killed now. <laughs> no, no, no. We can think of a good one. Lennox Lewis. And who was that dude in Friday? You actually know him. Debo. Debo. Tiny. Yeah. 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 That'd be a good one. Yeah. Both washed up, both large. Tony Tiny Lister. Yeah. <laughs> tweet, tweet us your thoughts at Geo and Jones. Pauly Shore. Okay, Pauly Shore, good washed up one. You got to give me a boxer now, yeah. Mike. This is the way right. this works. You can't just throw out one. You gotta have both matchups. Boom, boom, man. No, you can't. You just yeah. use them. Can't regurgitate that. We already used him. Come on. 
What's wrong with you? How about Teddy Atlas? I'd love to see Teddy Atlas knock out Pulley Shore. Yeah, Teddy Atlas much older, though. we got to get somebody. Teddy Atlas, and who was the dude in here that um, came in? He was in Taxi. Um, oh, Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Teddy he, Atlas. He was in where? Judd oh, Hirsch. Oh, that's right. We did have Judd Hirsch in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the worry. we got to stop there. Nothing's going to be better. That's it. Teddy Atlas. We get our boy Bobby Monahan. <laughs> but he's not washed up. So No. Yeah. Okay. That was a weird interview. You think? That was a weird interview. I thought he was going to be a lot funnier than he was. Mm. He seemed like he was uncomfortable with with us doing not with us, just with doing press in general. You guys were funnier than he was. Well, well thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, he did laugh at a lot of things we said, even the non-funny stuff. Yeah. He didn't do a great job promoting that show. I gotta admit. Now that he's gone, it's we're like a couple weeks removed. I feel comfortable in saying this. Bobby Moynihan and Butterbean. <laughs> Is Butterbean still alive? Uh, but Bobby Moynihan's not washed up, though. He might no. be if this thing fails. <laughs> uh, Butterbean. I thought he did all right. I mean, he doesn't have to come here and jump through hoops, but he was a... Okay. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Frazier was more excited from entertainment tonight than, than yeah, Bobby he was. was. He was. Yeah. I Maybe mean, he was taken aback by us. I mean, some people, are, they come in here and they're like, damn, you do crazy. No. No? This guy worked on Saturday Night Live for 12 yeah, years. Yeah, but you come in, you're thinking radio, they're going to no. be a bunch of stiffs, they're going to ask stop. me stupid questions. Stop it, stop it. No? Well, he admitted that he was uncomfortable with doing press and answering questions and stuff like that. So why they trotted him out to do the interviews, I'm not so And sure. you and Bogus were mean. I'm trying to ease him into this thing and talk to him. Prior to us coming back on air, and y'all were tripping. What were we screaming doing? Screaming at me. Why are you talking to him? Quit talking to oh, him. That's you right, talk yeah. the whole break. Trying to get you the acclimated to our climate. <laughs> climate acclimation? Yes. You didn't know he was coming in studio. <laughs> Who true. asked you anything? That is true. You were like, oh, hey, Bob Moynihan. I didn't know you were coming up in this. <laughs> so? <laughs> I thought your what ass was on, on the phone. <laughs> What's that doing anything, Mike? What I are you told doing you here? 20 to 25 <laughs> times he was coming in. He's like, you need, you need a phone to call us from? <laughs> you going to just do the interview? <laughs> Man, I can't stand you. I'm going home. <laughs> Forget you guys. Uh, I love you, Brian. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I'm going to help. <laughs> no thanks to Rob Nincompoop. <laughs> Blew us off. But thanks to Mikey B, PDB, Bogish, and Billy Jockey Lone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.